0: In this episode of Soup and Stuff, Soup sits down with professional pickleball player Thomas Wilson as they talk about the fast-growing sport and everything around it. Wilson, one of the top players in the country, is rising through the rankings and is looking to continue making his mark on the game. We're dinking and dunking in the kitchen in this episode of Soup and Stuff.
1: appreciate you coming on man uh we're here with sure. Mr. Thomas Wilson very special guest calling in out of Texas today uh Thomas you want to start with a uh, a serious question or fun question
0: Let's go fun man It's break guy So
1: <laughs> I need you to kind of help me better understand I just started playing recently and kind of helping everyone else understand how do I deal with getting beat by someone that's 50 years older than me when we're playing Gosh. mixed doubles when we're playing mixed doubles how do I deal with that and how should other people deal with that
0: it's gonna happen for a while, so I, I think just eating a slice of humble pie is the first thing. Uh, a lot of, especially if you if you at least think you're athletic, coming into pickleball, the other person doesn't look athletic. It's pickleball. <laughs> the court's small. You don't have to move a whole lot. So, and it, it's like it, it's a chess match. It's not like tennis where you can just end the point immediately. But uh, yeah, it, it takes a little while, and you have to be willing to learn the game. So you yeah. can't just go out there and, and just because you have nice muscles doesn't mean you're going to be good at pickleball. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, um, more on the uh, more on the serious side here. I know you have a tennis background, Purdue University, University of Texas. Uh, yeah. What what was your progression like getting into the game? I mean, I mean, it's probably a little easier for you having that tennis background, but kind of what that looked like moving into it and, and and starting out your pro career.
0: Yeah, so I mean, you for sure have a head start, obviously. I mean, most you look at the the top twenty men or women out there probably 18 of them played at least you know college tennis or higher so that's that's a huge head start but there's still a lot of high level tennis people that come in to play pickleball even pro tennis players are playing on the tour now they're not doing great necessarily so uh, but i'm telling you it's the people that are willing to use their skill set as the foundation but then kind of learning the ins and outs and nuances of pickleball but i just kind of jumped in um you know two years ago is when i started playing professionally the sport's still growing like crazy. It wasn't that big, so yeah. it was kind of easy to enter a pro tournament and still get a couple wins before you're playing like Ben Johns or some of the number of yeah. top people. Uh, so it happened pretty quickly. Um, and then this, the last two years, the sport has grown a ridiculous amount. So having even a head start on those people, I think two years is pretty new, but you get people jumping in that are, you know, amazing athletes. So it's, yeah. I got in at the right time for sure. So I'm, I'm riding <laughs> the wave.
1: <laughs> that was my, that was one of the things I was going to ask you. What was the biggest jump you've seen? Was it last summer or the summer before that? Is it this year? Cause I mean, the sports exploded. I feel like everyone and their mother plays now, but I mean the sport though, this summer, last summer, when did you see it really explode? Cause I feel like everyone's playing now. When's the biggest jump you saw?
0: Yeah. So, um, I would say, about a year ago, like once you saw investors like LeBron James, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, who was one of my team owners, uh, once those names started to get marketed and all over the news, everyone knew about pickleball. Like it was already growing quickly, but that just lit the fire. And so I'd say the last twelve months, it is just it's been insane, man.
1: What is the what's the biggest thing that you'd teach your younger self if you could go back and say like? hey, man, try this differently the last couple of years, that would help you kind of fast track to where you are now in the pickleball world.
0: Yeah. So the the biggest thing for people trying to get good quickly is obviously play a lot. Like Some people just want to take a private lesson. They think they're, they're going to get better. Just playing rec games with people as much as you can. But uh, patience is the number one thing. Like I said, you want to go out there and hit hard because it's a plastic ball and a paddle and it's fun <laughs> and you just want to end the point. But the goal is to keep the ball low to where it's not high for your opponent. So really learning how to dink at the kitchen line, getting up to the kitchen line and having enough feel to keep the ball low, but being willing to have long points and just be patient and just having discipline is, is even professionally, you see, you know, top 10 versus top 20 people. It's, it's a lot of decision-making. It's not skill. It's being willing to hit 50 dinks in a row until you get your opportunity to put the ball away or or attack. So it's discipline is the number one thing and just learning pickleball shots because it's not tennis. Yeah,
1: yeah. What is the what's the biggest thing right now setting apart the top three, five players in the world compared to everyone else in, in the race right now? What's what's setting those guys and girls apart compared to the rest of the field?
0: Yeah, so I would say number one is is time spent in drilling. So a lot of people when they play pickleball, you just want to play recreational, like, go play games and just have fun. Yeah. But if if you're willing to, to put in work, just like any sport, like I'm gonna go work on my backhand flick or backhand punch for two hours today. Like that's what the top guys are doing. Second though, along with the discipline is just decision-making. And like I said, being willing to hit the right shots because a lot of people just, just rush the point and, and, and don't make smart decisions. So it's, yeah, it's a chess, it's a chess game. It, it, so Ben John's the number one guy in the world. You go watch him play. He's not giving you as many unforced errors. A lot of, whereas his opponents, you'll, you know, five unforced errors a game. They're not missing that the top players yeah. just simply don't give you anything to work with and they do not miss.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. What easier said your, than done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. What is your, um, I think this will be kind of cool for people to to hear. What's your day to day looking like right now, training and getting ready for tournaments and how much time are you putting in and, and what's that kind of look like?
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a unique spot. I'm so I'm, right now I'm ranked six in the world in, in mixed doubles and 14 in men's doubles. So whatever, top, top 10, 15 player, nobody else really is working full-time. I still work in software sales. So it's remote, so I can kind of make it work. But for me, I just work until three or four and go train for a couple hours. Um, I try to do conditioning a couple times a week. And really I'm doing probably bare minimum that other people are doing, but it's coming to a crossroads, man. Like the money's good in pickleball. Like I might end up leaving uh, end of the year. We'll see. Um, Cause these guys are getting too good too quick. It's, you, gotta, you gotta keep up, man. So I mean, I, I just literally any time I have free time, I get on the court. We also just adopted a baby girl six weeks congratulations, ago. So, man, congratulations! I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so, it's, for me, man, it's just like I'm just winging life right now. So, I, I need I need more structure. So, I'm trying to like hire people to join my team to like to give me some structure and and help me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Where do you see? Uh, let's just say two years down the road, right now the top pickleball athletes in the world, are you going to say that they're coming from people with tennis backgrounds? Or do you think a division one basketball player that puts the time in is going to be able to have the same success? Where do you see those top athletes coming from?
0: The toughest part, um, I mean, in pickleball, like the, the top people, I should have mentioned this before too, is, is just hand-eye coordination and, and how fast and quick your hands are. Do you have amazingly fast reflexes? You're kind of either born with it or you're not. You can train, of course, but I would I would say two years from now, I think a lot of high level ping pong players, maybe even badminton, are are gonna be toward the top right now. Tennis is like the most common transition sport. But you see some of those some ping pong players, man. Like it is so quick. <laughs> tennis is not like that. You're you know, how far away are you on a tennis court versus ping pong? You're right here hitting the ball this quickly. Yeah. And Ben and John's, he was a better ping pong player than he was a tennis player, and he's the number one player in the world. So I think wow. that says a lot. He was still good at tennis, but um there's just it Uh, pickleball shots are more like ping pong than tennis especially when you're at the kitchen line so i don't think it's going to only be tennis i think it'll be really interesting to see but even like you said other other athletes like my cousin aj Kohler, he played hockey he played a little (laughs) bit of tennis but and he's you know top 10 player he's got lightning fast hands so yeah uh the sports where like hockey and things like that where the ball's coming fast even baseball like probably yourself you'll be good at pickleball so Gotta have fast yeah. hands. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Walk me through your pros and cons of your singles and your and your doubles matches. Which one do you like like playing more? And um are, are sing- people that are really good at singles, do they struggle with some yeah. stuff in the in the doubles worlds? How's that kind of look?
0: Yeah, for sure. So so singles pickleball is much more like tennis. You can play at the baseline, you're hitting ground strokes and passing shots, but uh doubles is all about being at the kitchen line and you know hitting soft shots and having quick reflexes. So really ground strokes aren't a thing. So that that's why you see top level tennis players, they start with singles and they're horrible at doubles in pickleball. Yeah. It takes them a lot longer to get good at, at doubles in the pickleball. Cause it's not tennis. So, um, but I says, so that's what happened with me. I started off playing singles. I beat a couple top players. I got, you know, well known enough to have a good partner in doubles. And so then you kind of transition to focusing on doubles. There's still people who play both, but it's just, it's tough on the body, man. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, it, it's, it's different than tennis even like you're you're in a squatting position is doing short sprints the whole time whereas tennis you're not necessarily sprinting the whole time yeah uh, so it's it's tough man my it wrecked my body so i quit <laughs> it's all about doubles now man
1: <laughs> yeah that's awesome so um a, a little bit more on on kind of some pickleball stuff and then i, w- I want to dig deep into you will you help me kind of better understand everyone else the the, the paddle controversy how in the world does this, are they letting paddles slip through that are illegal or kind of how, how's all this stuff work? Like, does it actually make, uh, the, 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 does it actually make the ball spin that much faster? How's all it, how's it go?
0: Yeah, man. So the, it, with a growing sport, you know, there's certain tests that are in place, but then new technology comes out to where that test doesn't apply to the new technology of the paddle. So absolutely. It makes a massive difference. Um, I mean, some of these paddles have so much more spin on the ball so you can get away with hitting tennis shots and having a ton of spin versus traditional pickleball paddles are pretty smooth. Like you can't hit a super heavy topspin forehand like you can in tennis. Um, so it, I think there's always going to be some of that, but I think they're, they're kind of honing in the test to where we're all going to be on a level playing field, but certainly yeah. right now there's definitely some unfair stuff out there. I, I will yeah, say.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. So, what do you, where do you see yourself hearing about? let's give it six months uh, uh, hopefully a healthy thomas wilson is what it looks like that's key. where do you see yourself kind of with your mixed doubles and and your pickleball career
0: Yeah, so you know i think it does depend on my decision to if i'm truly going to go full-time or not i mean i can keep doing what i've been doing i've been doing well enough but it's like do i want to take that next jump which i probably will um if not just be more intentional with training like i said have more structure but you know, I, with my ranking right now, like I mean, my my goal is to be top five in both in both divisions. I'm pretty close to mixed men's. I need to bump that up. Um, so you know, I, the goal is to be top five. I, I would say that's more of like a twelve month goal. Six months might be too soon. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I feel like it's an attainable goal. It's it's a it'd be amazing if I hit that, but it's not it's not out of reach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to say one of the, I just got into the, the sport two months ago. We all played nice. and baseball and stuff. I'm addicted yeah. to it right now. I wanted to say <laughs> one of the first, one of the first clips I saw was you in an absolute firefight, just going up, to, up there at, at the kitchen. When you're up there, is it training that takes over or is it kind of just whoever's most athletic is going to win this fight when, when, like you said, it's all hand-eye really up there, but yeah. kinda, do, you, do you guys train up there at the kitchen for those firefights?
0: Yeah, it's a good question, man. So I, I would say the majority of people's training is that. So it's, uh, you know, like I said, you can't really teach somebody. Like there's some players on tour that their hands are just flat out faster. No matter how much I would train, I'm not going to be as fast as J.W. Johnson, for example. But certainly training helps a ton because it's it's all about anticipating where the ball is going to go and being able to hit a quality shot with a very short swing. And it's it's counterintuitive because tennis, if you want to hit hard or baseball, you want to hit a home run, like you're taking a massive swing, but you have to be so short with those volleys up at the kitchen line. So a massive amount of training goes in because that's where you win or lose matches. If if you have slower hands than your opponent, your odds of winning are pretty slim. So that's that's yeah. really the number one differentiator, I would say, um, with top level stuff. So
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, another question here about, can you see and i'm sure you guys are having these conversations while you're on tour and 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 you high level players pickleball possible co- collegiate sport down the road i mean it's i don't happening see why quick. not right
0: yeah no it's and i think that's happening quickly so there's already duper stuff i'm at dreamland right now where they had a duper college event uh they're already having those tournaments and i know one of my buddies is is at ut in austin where i graduated from and he uh he's trying to start a legit pickleball organization so it's I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen within a couple of years because it's a no brainer. It's, it's amazing yeah. sport in so many ways. So I, I think it'll be added. Hopefully the yeah. Olympics too one day too, man. That'd yeah. Yeah. How cool would
1: that be? So a um, couple of personal things here, man, then I'll let you go. I, I was watching yeah, the, the the news article on, on the heart defect. How oh, yeah. in the world did you manage to get through playing a year of pickleball 300 beats per minute is absolutely insane. Ugh. What what was that like emotionally while you're playing and for your family and, and kind of how did all that unfold?
0: Yeah, dude, that was wild. So, um, I mean, the interesting part is we didn't know what it was or how fast my heart was beating until the last time it happened. So we were like, okay, or at least I was like, something's very wrong. But it wasn't like I was passing out. I didn't have severe pain. I was just kind of out of breath when it would trigger and it was the only only time it happens is when I'm playing on center court when there's a little extra little extra adrenaline it would trigger these these extra three pathways I had in my heart which is what the defect was so I was born with three extra electrical pathways so they had to surgically go in there operate on them and cauterize them Uh, but yeah my heart was literally over 300 beats per minute my cardiologist in Austin was like dude I've never seen that in my life he's been the top doc there for 30 years so he he just walked in the room the first time he saw me looked at me sideways like how are you sitting there? I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Cause that, that was before I knew what was wrong. And he's like, yeah, you need surgery tomorrow. Wow. Uh, so super fortunate. I mean, he said just, you know, being in decent enough shape to where my heart could handle that kind of force for 15 minutes at a time is roughly how long the episodes lasted. But yeah, it was, uh, it could have been a lot worse if we knew what was happening. But once we figured out surgery the next day, the only problem was the surgery took three times longer than it was supposed to. It's supposed to be an hour took wow. three because they they there was way more wrong than they thought and they didn't update my family so my brother's their wife <laughs> parents everyone's there at the hospital and, they, and they're like okay three hours later is the dude alive because you know it's a yeah. risky surgery um but yeah man so but then the cool part was doctor walked into the waiting room to my family i was still out of it um he was like thomas had like past tense wolf parkinson white syndrome which is what i had he no longer does like it is fixed. wow it's not like he has to he did not take medicine he doesn't have yeah. surgery again um so pretty insane how it happened but yeah i, I don't know it, it was yeah. wild but that's awesome got <laughs> yeah
1: got away with it dodged a bullet man well congratulations Seriously. on getting that congratulations on getting healthy congrats on your uh great start to your pro career um Thanks, man. I, I hope it continues you're doing you're doing awesome things man so we'll, we'll be following you gained a bunch of new fans from us so, Heck yeah
0: dude i need uh, it man uh, yeah, i need more than my life. wife and my wife and my mom and now my daughter i need hey, more than three fans
1: we're gonna um we're gonna send you some um some pine room gear so hopefully you can rock sick, it while you're, while, you're, while you're playing some uh rec games or something beating up on people that are 50 60 70 years old so
0: absolutely man
1: <laughs> all right man well, we, pre- we appreciate your time best of luck man and uh and, and we'll be following
0: yeah it'd be great to meet you man talk to you later yeah, you too